Welcome to the podcast for people turning the great American RV adventure into stressless camping. We're glad you joined our weekly adventure. Now let's gather around the campfire with our hosts, Peggy and Tony Barthel. Welcome to the virtual campfire. Indeed. We are two RV industry veterans who travel part-time in a small trailer looking to share big adventures and help you with great tips, tricks, and discounts. That's right. And this week we are at our Sticks and Bricks. Yes. We are planning to to either take a little trip to locations that don't have rallies yeah. <laughs> that we were scheduled to go to or sit home because we're not allowed to travel. Yeah, we, we don't know, as none of us do at this moment. Right. So if the if the if we can't travel state to state, we probably will just go somewhere locally just to stop looking at the same gray walls. Yeah. And uh, gray is, as in colored that way on purpose, not like they're old and dingy or anything. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but actually, the office walls are great. <laughs> yeah, and, uh, you know, I am a very introvert person, and I could sit here for days and days and not be affected at all, and Tony's going a little stir-crazy. It's crazy. making me crazy. So, we are going to leave this house and, if, and take the camper, and if we have to go Yay. to Clear Lake Campground, we'll do it, but otherwise, we're going to head to Arizona and have a little vacation. Yeah, we're not, we're not even sure. So, we were scheduled to go to the FMCA rally in Tucson, Arizona next starting on Sunday, leaving Sunday, yep. and uh, they canceled it. And I don't blame them because, you know, a lot of stuff is canceled. A lot sure. of the car shows we were going to go to uh, have been canceled. In fact, we produced a huge car show in August, the Lakeside Car Boat Bike and RV Show. And we're wondering what's going to happen with that. Yeah, but this is, I, it, I think it's too soon to worry about August right now. That's right. So that's why we don't know what's going to happen. But we're hoping that we can still put boats on the water, RVs in the park, and cars on the streets. Right. So on about a week by week basis, you know, things are getting updated and things that weren't going to cancel suddenly are canceling because it's just not, it's not over. So yeah. And you know, the whole flatten the curve makes a lot of sense. So right. we don't want to overwhelm the medical community because some of them may take ill too. So absolutely, that would be super bad. We want everyone to stay healthy and happy and, and enjoy some RVing in the future. And for if, sure. If we have to put a little shade under our wheels for a while. That, that's <laughs> okay. Right. So in the meantime, we're trying to kind of keep up with what's going on out there in the world. I'm trying to keep the RV show calendar up to date and checking in with show people and checking to see if things are rescheduled or canceled. So the show calendar page on our website should be fairly well up to date. And also there's a park closure list on a website that we shared. Yeah, Peggy has been spending a lot of time keeping the RV show calendar on stresslesscamping.com up to date with who's on and who's off. Right. And fortunately, we have a good report of, with these people who are producing these awesome RV shows around the country. And of course, right now, they have been canceled for some of the ones coming up soon and some have not so right so even kind of smaller events that i've been planning to go to with groups of ladies and stuff are either canceling or not but really changing plans but even if group events have been canceling the word that i've been getting is that most rv parks are staying open i haven't heard of any rv parks closing yeah particularly the private parks right um, right some of the we know 
of a couple of parks that have announced that they will be closing to potentially house medical trailers. Right. But that's unusual. And so it seems that the RV parks themselves are staying open. And I mean, if you have the ability to take your RV to an RV park, support that business and perhaps support the restaurants and other small businesses in the area. Obviously, you know, a lot of these places now are offering takeout. Yeah, curbside pickup. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. curbside pickup. So it's a way to help support the community. Another way to do so is maybe buy a gift certificate to use in the future. Right. So it kind of gives them a little shot in the arm financially, because this is going to be a big impact. Obviously, it's having a big impact on the country. But as a small business owner, it can be devastating because not you know some of these places are just kind of operating on a shoestring and absolutely so anyway if it's at all possible for you you may be in the same boat and so i i hope the best for you as well but if there's a way that it makes sense for you to be able to support a small business well that's a good thing absolutely the other thing that hasn't closed is boondockers welcome yeah That's true. So we have a word from them, but they had a really good article on their website. We'll put a link to that about tips for boondockers and and things like that. Without any further ado, let's hear from them. Did you make our camping reservations? No, everything's full. We might have to rethink our trip. No way. Did you look at boondockers? Welcome. You remember they have hosts all over the place where we can stay free. Some that are totally off-grid camping and some with partial and even full hookups. There's all kinds of great places to overnight. Of course. And we even have a coupon code to join Boondockers Welcome on our partners page. You could save five bucks when you sign up. How could I forget? There are all kinds of great places we can find on the Boondockers Welcome website. Our trip is saved. And speaking of saving money, we will since there's no charge to stay at any Boondockers Welcome site. It's the best deal out there and it's a great way to meet local hosts and stay in local places and expand our journey. Well, I'm going to finish planning our epic road trip. And it's going to be even better with stays we find on the Boondockers Welcome website. And it's so easy to locate hosts along your next epic adventure. Okay, so if you're going to go out there, go out there, have a good time, be safe. Yeah, of course, follow the rules. Stay six feet from people. Don't be doing a bunch of unsafe stuff that we're not supposed to be doing. But let's just say you're already out there. I mean, we have right. full timers. They really don't have the option to stay home. Staying home is still out there camping. Indeed. So what are you going to do if you end up stuck somewhere, either because you're sick, your travel partner's sick, or you maybe you can't go to the next location and you're kind of stuck where you are. Or what if you are at a campground and you know somebody who is feeling ill? Right. We have a couple of friends who have in the course of their journey on the road have come down with something or have been struck down with a medical issue. Right. These are some tips we've gotten from them that they want us to share and things that we've run across. So this is if something happens or how to prepare for something to happen. Exactly. One of the things, as you know, there is a lot of with this shelter in place and such, there's one of the groups that we are trying to protect are 
the people over 65 in this country. And let's face it, that's a lot of RVers. For sure. And so you may be at a campground and there may be a mixture of full-timers and part-timers, or there may be younger people and, and those in that 65 plus age bracket. They are going to need supplies from the store just as much as you do. So our first step is Try to be a good neighbor. See who's around. Of course, maintaining your distance and all that. Right. Perhaps you could do supply runs for your neighbors because it's always good to be neighborly. And if they are needing milk or juice or whatever the heck it is, or toilet paper, <laughs> and you can actually find some, you know, it, it's not a bad thing to help a neighbor out. Right. So, you know, check with the campground. That Maybe that someone has told the camp host or the campground owners that they sure wish there was someone who could go to the store for them, maybe you can be that someone. You don't want to go knocking on doors necessarily. <laughs> People aren't going to want to open their door to you, but check with the campground and see if maybe they know someone who could use your help. Yeah. And another way without knocking on doors and this you know, this may be effective, it may not, but you can put a note on your door that either says, I'm sick, if you buy orange juice, can you drop it off? Or that says, I'm healthy, if you need something, write it on this piece of paper and I'll and tell me where to find you. Yeah, or even if you don't want to come into contact with that, a text message. Right. Or, you know, something like that. Right. Buy so just milk. putting putting a note on your door on the front or back of your tow vehicle or something that lets people know, you know, what your status is and whether you need help or can offer help. That's a good thing. One of the things that might be good is if you have a sticks and bricks as we have, maybe become a boondockers welcome host and right. welcome people who may need a place to shelter at the moment. So you, you could become a host for Boondockers Welcome, and they've added a provision on the listings where you can post, hey, I'm willing to shelter RVers and such. So if you have a space where somebody can park their RV for a while, there's a listing there that you know you can scroll through the listings and find those individuals and perhaps stay there for a little while as we ride this all out. Right. Now, one of the things, you know, Boondockers Welcome, typically those hosts do not have services. So that's something to consider. Another thing you might think of in advance is make sure that as appropriate your tanks are full and empty so your freshwater tank is full and your wastewater tanks are empty so right. that you maximize your opportunities and that's true for wherever you're going not even if, if you're not going to a boondockers welcome location anywhere that you're going you want to make sure that you are prepared for the worst case peggy and i grew up in southern california well if you consider me grown up <laughs> and one of the things when I was a kid, we had a big earthquake down there. And I remember workmates of my dad's not having any supplies. Like they didn't have tents or food or anything. And I remember taking, you know, we drove there and, and looked at the houses, which were just destroyed, and taking them tents and sleeping bags and food and our Coleman stove and all that. So it's always good to have some supplies on hand for just in case, even in normal times. For example, you have a flat and you're stuck at a rest stop overnight, or if you just come down with a cold and, you know, when you're sick, you really don't want to go and move your RV or empty tanks. So it's always good to kind of be prepared for, you know, when the fan no longer spins properly, because guess what? <laughs> 
<laughs> right? I mean, the, the so call it the fan prep. The fan list. Yeah. One of the places you can write that fan list would be on a whiteboard. But more importantly, and we've talked about this before, and I, we've heard other RVers talk about this. If, if you have a whiteboard somewhere near the door of your RV, emergency information can be on that board. In particular, the address of the location that you are. Uh, and this is true always. This has no exact bearing on what we're talking about right now, but this is always the case, is that wherever, if you're in a park, having the address of that park where you can see it easily in case of some kind of emergency, if you need to call 911 and tell them where you are, and you only say, I'm at, you know, Jellystone Park, if they aren't familiar with it, they're not going to know how to find you. Right. And let's, you know, I, I know sometimes when all heck breaks loose and things go really, really wrong in your world, it's easy to forget things. And you might say, oh, I'm at Fred's RV park when really you're at Joe's RV park. So on that whiteboard, not only put the name, address, and telephone number of the RV park, but your space number. Yeah. So any way you can make it easier for emergency personnel to find you will be a step in the right direction. So the, the more critical information you have on that whiteboard, the better. And so that way, if you have to call for emergency services, it's good to tell them exactly where you are. Yes. So while you're inside, because you're trying to keep your distance from everyone else and you get bored, do you know... Some people clean when they're bored. What? I know. So some people say their house or their RV is cleaner than it's ever been before. I've written some other lists about things to do when you don't have anything else to do. Cleaning is never on that list. <laughs> okay, I will admit, yesterday I brought the shop vac into the house and shop vac the he house. He did, he vacuumed the whole I vacuumed house. the fireplace, I vacuumed, I, I shop vac the whole darn house. Because, you know. Yeah, I never feel that need. I don't know what it is. I mean, I clean when I need to clean, but I, I don't think I've ever gotten bored enough that I felt like I needed to clean something. Come on. The shop vac is, is one of my fun tools from the garage. Well, that's fine. You were playing. You that's weren't true. working. <laughs> I was reading. Yeah, she was reading. I don't see how you can read while is going on, but whatever. It's all good. <laughs> maybe you want to go to a boondockers welcome location, but maybe as Tony said, boondockers welcome locations don't usually have the kind of hookups and supplies that you may need. So in these cases, an RV park might really be, even if you're more accustomed to boondocking, it might be preferable because you don't have to worry about getting your tanks filled up, getting your tanks empty and having enough power and going outside and putting the solar panels on if you're not feeling well and and all those things. So perhaps RV parks might get a little more busy from this. We've been told that some of the RV parks are are filling up quick. So that wouldn't surprise me, especially in parts of the country where the weather is better. Some of these parks, if they weren't full already, people are making a beeline for them and and filling them up. I don't blame them. I mean, you know, one of the nice things about boondocking is you're out away from everybody and all of that. But if you're boondocking and you're feeling miserable, eh, you know, it's not fun to then have to pack up the rig and and go somewhere that's got more services. So Mm -hmm. right now might not be a bad idea to make a month-long reservation at an RV park and just sit back and relax. That's right. Sit by your fire six feet from everybody else and just try to ride this one out. Yeah. One of the things if you're RVing is go outside. (laughs) 
<laughs> do go outside. There is nothing that's... Okay, social distancing means staying six feet away from people, not hanging out in big crowds and stuff. It doesn't mean staying indoors. Go outside, go for a walk, sit in the sun, Yeah. sit by the fire, because it's, it's very depressing to sit inside all the time. Go out, get some sunshine. And play the kazoo. Play the... Well, maybe not in a crowded park. All right. <laughs> Although maybe you'll get a you'll get a six feet away from everybody else kazoo band going on. Who knows? Yeah. Or maybe having a kazoo will make everyone stay six feet away. From or you. maybe they'll send you six miles away. <laughs> <laughs> Sir, you and your kazoo have to leave. Oh, man. So this is true. If you're staying home or if you're out there in a park or boondocking or whatever, don't be afraid to go outside. The air is not full of the virus unless right. you're getting sneezed on by someone within six feet of you. Yeah, outside the sunshine really does a body good. So go out and enjoy it if there's sunshine where you are or where you're going. Right. And this is going to sound funny coming from people who make their living on the internet, but can off the internet already. Yeah, there's so much misinformation and so much depressing stuff on Facebook. Even if it's not misinformation, nothing that is going to come out in the news is going to need to be known every second of the day. So give yourself an hour, go outside, or at least turn the stuff off, take a nap, read a book, play a game of cards, do something else so you're not constantly bombarding your brain with good or bad information. It's just too much. Uh, so much misinformation, though. And Peggy wrote a nice article about things to do while you're sheltering in place and such. And so we'll put a link to that in our show notes and such. Yes. But that's, it got shared like Matt. So it's <laughs> out there. Of course, I'm out there, but I'm still six feet away from everybody. That's right. Even me. Yeah, actually, I am right now. <laughs> what do you know about all that? Let's keep it that way, okay? <laughs> <laughs> what? Just kidding. <laughs> So anyway, do you have some great suggestions? As you know, we have a Facebook group and that's a good place to communicate things. We are being very careful about misinformation appearing there. That's something we're trying very hard to curate with just the facts, ma'am. Absolutely. Come and hang out with us. And P.S. That's a hint as to one of the things we do is listen to old time radio podcasts. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Including Dragnet. <laughs> yeah, I love. Well, podcasts are, you know, you could go for a hike and listen to a bunch of podcasts and, and that, I don't know. See, I, Peggy is more of a music person and I'm more of a podcast person. Well, it depends on what I'm doing. If I'm going for a drive or going for a walk, then a podcast is great. If I'm trying to semi-halfway use my brain, then I can't have a podcast yeah, going. Right. So basically what you're saying is a podcast is for the mindless? <laughs> no. Oh, a podcast okay. is for paying attention to. Oh. Music is for background noise. You're okay. like completely the opposite. It's really weird. Tony yeah. has to have like talking going on while he's thinking. Yeah. I don't understand so how he can do that. I often wondered whoever did the wiring up on my Thinkomatic had a day of. I think they sneezed and got everything all maybe, twisted yeah, up I don't in know. there. <laughs> it is what it is. At least I'm unique. You are. So I'm like a squirrel. Unique up. Wait, what is that show? <laughs> it doesn't matter. Unique up on them? Yeah. Unique up on it. Anyway. Right, that's the punchline. Everybody tell your own joke. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And there's people who are screaming the joke at the radio right now. Well, your kids are all home from school. Go tell it to them. They'll like They're it. They're pulling a Yosemite Sam. <laughs> that Tony. Oh, man. All oh, right. Oh, boy. Well, let's, there's what we have for that. We have something new coming right after this. Yes. 
Everybody seems to be talking about lithium batteries for their RVs. Of course. They charge faster, last longer, weigh less, and require zero maintenance. Plus, you don't have to replace them every few years. We love Lion Energy's safe lithium batteries and... With their limited lifetime warranty, they're the last batteries you'll have to buy for your RV. Of course, we have a discount for you on our Discounts and Deals page. And you can learn more about why lithium is the way to go. All right, we are back, back, back. So we have something new that we've been working on. Right. And we call it... The List. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> okay, it's not that imaginative yeah, no, name. Yeah, no, it's the list. Dun, dun, dun. That's exactly oh, okay. what it's called. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> so it's a list of stuff that are RV related that uh, hopefully are of use to you. And this week, with all of us having to basically figure out what to do with our time, this week's list is a list of a dozen museums that you can attend virtually. Right. Here we go. We're going to start with the Louvre in France. So the Louvre has a virtual tours. Next up, the Guggenheim in New York. And uh, following is the National Gallery of Art in Washington, D.C. And then the British Museum in London. Followed by the Smithsonian National Museum of Natural History. The Metropolitan Museum of Art, also known as the Met. The Dali Theater Museum in Catalonia, Spain. NASA Museum. The Vatican Museums. The National Women's History Museum in Alexandria, Virginia. The National Museum of the United States Air Force in Dayton, Ohio. And then lastly, the Google Art Project, which is kind of a partnership with Google and Street View, uh, along with something like 1,200 institutions around the world to include art from things like the White House and the Museum of Islamic Art in Qatar, and even Sao Paulo Street Art from Brazil. Oh, that is awesome. Yeah. So you can sit inside and, and go to the museum and not have to put one mile on your tire. That's right. And that could be educational if you're... If yeah, you're take your kids show, on these yeah, tours. absolutely. If you've got a favorite destination or a question, you can join us over on the, our Facebook group. It's a fun discussion with happy campers, and we do a very deliberate job of keeping it friendly, polite, and politics-free. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it's a lot of work. Are yeah. you uh, already a stressless camper? Are yes. you a dreamer? If sort you're of. a dreamer, what's stopping you from stressless camping? Come on over to our Facebook page and let's talk about it. Yeah. And of course, we are in all the social places, but you can find us at www.stresslesscamping.com. And from there, take off and go to the places we are in the social world. And if you don't want to miss a future episode of the Stressless Camping Podcast, it's free to subscribe on any podcast app. We're saving you a seat around our virtual campfire. And, you know, a review would really help others find this podcast. More listeners means we can continue to get the best guests and the best content for you. So if you haven't, please leave a review. We really appreciate it. Stay safe and calm and enjoy the people you get to spend this time with. We wish everybody out there the absolute best of health and happiness during this time. Absolutely. We all want to go stressless camping. We do. Thank you. And see you next week. We have a great guest. Yeah, we do. And until Till then, happy, happy camping. camping. We hope you enjoyed this week's adventure. Time to get out on your own journey. Don't forget to leave the review on your favorite podcast app. 
and visit StresslessCamping.com for photos, stories, an RV calendar, and more. I'm Stressless Camper Larry Richardson wishing you happy camping.